dreams. <laughs> Melatonin does give you fucked up dreams. It does. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you come to me and say you took melatonin and you didn't dream, you're already dead. <laughs> Like, it's a fact. You're already dead. It's a fact. Leah's a doctor. I am. <laughs> ah, ah, this is my podcast. Ooh, ah, ah. Listen here, I'll make you laugh. Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Honestly, let's just cut it off there. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Blue is Beautiful podcast. If you are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. My name is Allison Daz, and this podcast is a mental health slash comedy slash nut show. So hopefully you guys will enjoy and have a couple belly laughs. And today I'm getting into a topic that not a lot of people enjoy talking about, okay? And that is death and dying. <laughs> Today I've got a special guest on the show, Leah Sienna, and uh, she's quite humorous and she's quite young and she has a lot of great outlooks on death and dying. Okay, hype me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hype you, hype you up. You like that intro? Uh, yeah, I was feeling it. I will say that. <laughs> okay, good. So uh, yeah, sit down, buckle up and get ready to uh, hopefully have some new perspectives on, on death. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Leah. How's it going today? Well... I'm in a little bit of a depressive episode currently, <laughs> but other than that, like really good. Okay. So besides the fact that you're depressed, you're doing great. Yeah. Besides <laughs> the fact. Yeah. I would say. Today, uh, Leah stopped by and we were just having a coffee at the table and we ended up getting into this deep conversation about death and dying in the afterlife. And these conversations have came up between the two of us, like pretty often we talk about dying a lot yeah right after we talk about interesting mental disorders that's usually the next topic to come yeah and what I find so interesting every time we talk about this is we don't end up crying or scared when we talk about the the inevitable which is the fact that we are all gonna die so I thought that maybe we could share some insight with everybody today because it'd be nice if everyone had the same outlooks that we did because because we'd be a little less fearful, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so we're definitely going to get into some of the afterlife thoughts that we have slash experiences. But to start things off, I want you to tell me and everybody listening, um, are you are you scared to die? <laughs> well, honestly, no. Okay. But I was for quite a long period of time. It's just the unknown right yeah like we totally. really don't know what the fuck's going on i don't even know what's going on right now and i'm alive <laughs> yeah. right but i've heard and i love hearing different perspectives and maybe you're religious maybe you're not personally i'm not but i come from a family who's extremely religious so but would you call yourself spiritual though right yeah, yeah. i would say spiritual if that is that a religion i don't know i mean it's your make it what you want yeah i don't know that's <laughs> what I am you think there's something going on but you just don't know what it is correct okay so what shifted like why like when was was there like a moment where it shifted for you where you're like fuck this I'm not gonna be scared of dying anymore well um I recently watched a show on Netflix called the midnight gospel I don't know if any of you have heard about it but tell them about it's it it's essentially like a podcast that's animated Oh, love and that. This man is, he calls it his space cast. He's like an alien. <laughs> and he goes on adventures and meets people. And while he meets people, there's a bunch of shit going on. Don't watch it if you're baked because you might green out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super interesting to hear. They're like doctors or people who practice mindfulness. It's super, I don't know. 
It just stimulates all my senses. I can focus on it. It's unreal. And he had an episode on death, the topic that, you know, we're bringing up right now. Yeah. And in it, I'm not going to spoil it, but they just explain what to do to get more comfortable with the topic. And it really, it helped me a lot. It kind of, you know, I resonate. I lost my grandfather a couple of years back and I, it's still lingering, if that makes sense. So it kind of helped me turn a new page on the topic. Okay. So what was something in the show that helped you kind of shift? They talked about what, like the first steps that people take when a loved one dies. So, you know, planning a funeral, um, like getting on, like letting everybody know and just, it's overwhelming. Yeah, totally. Um, but they did say that something that, and this sounds really weird because it's not very mainstream. Something that could really help people is, it sounds so fucked up. <laughs> Listen, the, the but, amount of shit that flies on this podcast, yeah. it's not even, it's, it won't even be a thing. Just but let it fly. Sitting with the body. Oh. And just um, like coping with it, understanding it, like having, you know, your moment alone. Essentially, with, that with the person. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, but some people could see it as like morbid. Oh, cool, sitting with a corpse, right on, right on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like no, but you know that was somebody who had meant a lot to you. Maybe they fucked you over. Maybe they didn't. <laughs> Either way, they're dead in the room with you. Take a moment. Yeah, take a moment. Look Interesting. Back on life. That was just one of the things I got into, but I definitely recommend that show. I haven't had anyone well like grandpa obviously and grandparents pass away but i haven't had anyone close knock on wood um like close ones that have passed away in my life yet i've been like super lucky to still have everybody but the thing that i've had going on for me for like the majority of my life is like planning for death like i don't know what obsession (laughs) You, I will say that's true because you did tell me, Haley, my sister, Haley. Yeah, those are my sisters. And our mother that when you die, you want your body donated to science and you want a banger thrown. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Like, trap music only. You want drinks. <laughs> you want an awesome snack bar. Yeah. Like, you that's exactly. You're pretty adamant on that. Because when I think about dying, I think like... Come on, man. Like, there's no way I want everybody around me that was in my life to be sad about it. I want it to be celebrated more so, right? So, like, if I pass away tomorrow, and family and friends, if you're listening to this, please take notes. <laughs> um, like, be sad for a minute, but then, like, you got to let it go. We got to move on. Life keeps going on. We can't sit and and dwell and wish we, you know, had these things back. I think of it more of an opportunity to, like, bring everybody together, get your family, get your friends together. Um, don't, don't put me in a casket. Don't do, don't, don't waste $10,000 on a casket and putting me in the ground. Um, donate me to science, put my body to good use, get all the fr- friends and family together, get a bitch and snack bar, put on an awesome slideshow, like maybe some videos that would make you laugh and like have positive memories of me and just have a party. Yeah, I will say black is a bitch in color, but when everybody's wearing it and crying, it does set <laughs> off the mood. It does set off the mood just a little bit. It's not the vibe you like you want, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want Let's have an all white party. Yeah, you can wear yeah, or like a just 
wear whatever the fuck you want, man. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, I'd probably be wearing sweats. <laughs> so, like, dinosaur jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Di- I heard in the afterlife you get whatever fit you want. And so I would, yeah, God, if you're listening. that dinosaur jumpsuit. <laughs> God, if you're listening, I would like to be posted up on uh, whatever cloud you choose in a dinosaur onesie zipped up, preferably with the zippable butt flaps. <laughs> I did watch a video online recently that was like, you should be dressing as if that's your outfit in the afterlife. If you die, that's the outfit you're in. Oh, fuck. I don't know right now, currently, (laughs) if I would be happy with that outcome. Leah and I are both wearing like oversized hoodies. I'm wearing two pairs of pants. Me too, and a long sleeve and a big hoodie. Same. I'm sweating while I'm talking. Like, (laughs) should I be getting my hair done every day? Yeah, like, where do you draw the line? I'm not going to pick up anybody in the afterlife if I'm rocking this fit. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. Yeah. They got bars there or what? (laughs) Is there a drinking age in afterlife? What's going on? How are politics? Yeah. I don't know, man. Some people, I can't even bring up death around. Like if I say like, oh, I know. Leah just gave me a look like, what the fuck? Um, I can't even bring it up because it'll shift, it'll shift them. So, you know, when you have, I don't know if I've talked about this on podcast, but on the podcast before, but like when, when thoughts come into your brain, you have two choices. This is how I look at it. Anyways, you have two choices. You can look at it, take the words and be like, oh fuck and believe them. Or you can go the other way and be like, no, you know, I'm not going to go down that path. You always have like the two paths or the two choices in your brain. So a couple of my friends, when I ever bring up like, um, the plans I want to make for my funeral slash banger party I'm going to throw. Or when I bring up like my grandparents who have passed, like you see a total shift in them where like they get anxious and depressed, like instantly when you talk about the idea or the fact that we're going to die. And do you have any, do you have any friends like that? No, really? The only friend, I only have one friend where we get into like sick topics. Okay. He'll come over and we'll just, chatted up about these things and we both have like different aspects of it but it's so interesting to me to hear what everybody else thinks yeah like I want to I don't know maybe I think that more now that I hear that opinion yeah maybe I'm so against that I don't know I just like to hear all about what they think yeah I used to have this thing for uh for a while and I think it stems from like generalized anxiety disorder, but I would lay in bed and just think like, holy fuck, man, one day, like, you don't know how it's going to happen, but there's just going to be, I don't know why it's probably not going to be a dark veil, but it's probably going to be like a really bright light. Right. Cause you see the light and you go towards it. And then you're like, hypothetically, that's what, when you read those books or see those things, like people who have died and came back, there's a light. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be a day where like a dark veil comes and then there's just nothing. Like everything you know is gone. Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> like what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's a little scary to think about. Yeah, and I'm like, and then I would panic. Like I, would, I would, I work myself into a panic attack thinking about. It. I'm like, we gotta rewire this shit because this is not gonna fly. And we gotta death. go for a run right now. Yeah. Get that immune system <laughs> building up. I gotta start popping way more vitamin D, C, B twelves, and omegas. <laughs> oh, no, B twelve tastes fucking good. B twelve is the bomb. But yeah, I had to switch my perspective on it because I'm like, oh my God, inevitably we're all going to die. So like, I can't be living my life with this being a fear because it's a fact. It's going to happen. 
but I also can't look at it like a negative thing. Like I'm going to lose everything. So I switched my perspective the one day and I'm like, Oh my God, you know what? We're in fucking hell right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we're in hell right now. If you look at the, you know, the pain and the suffering that we all go through, if you look at all the terrible shit that's going on in the world, not to be negative, but when you die, none of that is there. It's just my perspective is that I'll be the same person just on a different plane, I think. And then that sounds magical. So right now it's like, if I can remember that, then when I'm having depressed days, it's going to be like, Oh, right. It doesn't even matter. This is, this is hell way to go, baby. Like (laughs) this is just kind of like how it is for a hot minute. And then eventually you'll get to like that beautiful golden place. I don't know if it's gold, but you didn't even have to pay for that jumpsuit you wanted, you know, like it was free. You don't even have to pay for dinosaur jumpsuits in heaven. Yeah. I heard the shipping is unreal in the afterlife. Yeah. Like instant, like you think it, you want it and it's just there. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Canada Post. I often think about too, and this may be weird. Will I have the same bod or will it be my dream bod? Oh, like, fuck. Should I start working out now? (laughs) So I can like be a babe in the afterlife. (laughs) You know what I, okay. You know what I think? Uh, That's a great thing to bring up. You know what I think? is when you die and pass away, which is the same thing, (laughs) and you're in the afterlife, I think your body will be the healthiest and like when you were the healthiest and happiest point in your life here on planet Earth, whatever plane we want to call this one, that we know, that will be kind of the body that you will have in like whatever plane you go to when you pass away. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because... I've had, and I guess we can, I mean, I don't know if this is mental health related, but I think it's interesting as fuck, (laughs) but you know, when you have, or maybe you don't, but like those, um, those dreams, like the weird ones when like dead people come to talk to you, like your relatives, you get those melatonin dreams. (laughs) Melatonin does give you fucked up dreams. It does. I don't care who the fuck you are, if you come to me and say you took melatonin and you didn't dream, you're already dead. <laughs> like, it's a fact. You're already dead. It's a fact. Leah's a doctor. I am. <laughs> yeah, like, I had dreams. I get, I've never talked about this in the podcast, but I have dreams about dead people coming to talk to me um, all the time. And they tell me some weird shit. Maybe I'll dive into this on another podcast. And I find out weird shit beforehand. So... And every time I've seen, um, a relative, like a dead relative come to me in my dreams, it's them. And I know it's them, but it's them when they're like, depending on how old they were when they passed away, it's them when they were like 30 years younger, they glow. Their hair is like, like, like maxed out healthy. You know, and you just know because someone's hair's like, looks real nice and shiny and it's like cut perfectly. And it's like, they're healthy. It's like all of the visual components that you would look at someone and think that person's healthy is what I see. And even so like, um, I had a dream about my grandpa, um, who passed away. Um, I don't know how many years do you know? Tommy three. three? Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Three years ago. Okay. So he was extremely skinny, had like caved in cheeks. Like you could see his cheekbones, very unhealthy, like drank a ton, smoked cigarettes, like, you know, there was never not one in his, in his hand or in his mouth. Um, terrible lifestyle, funny guy, terrible lifestyle. And, um, 
so he passed away, God rest his soul. And then in my dream, I knew it was him because like you can, you can tell, but he had, his face was full. He, 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 you know, there was no like wrinkles. He was like, not like cut, but like he was fit and healthy and fuller as opposed to being a skinny little, you know, dart hacking bag of bones. Dutch boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, not him. Different grandpa. Oh yeah. Papa Tom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Him. Him. Yeah. I have never had a dream where a relative has reached out to me. Really? And it's insane because mom has, my sister Haley has, my dad has, and even dad said when he had a dream about my Paca, which is my grandfather, the Dutch one. Yeah. Um, he had said that he was in a younger form too. Really? And brought him himself as a child and was like, you need to take care of this boy. Because, and dad was like, I think he was trying to reach out to me and say that I wasn't taking care of myself. Wow. I just got goosebumps, like, right down. I know. <laughs> like, tingling all the way down. It's, yeah. And I really wish I could have those dreams. I don't know if you can control your dreams. And the weird thing is, I dream every night. I do, too. Every, and it's always, I will have the dream, and then I wake up. I never have a dream and wake up and remember, as soon as the dream is done... I'm waking up. I think that's a skill you can practice. Like, there's a ton of YouTube videos about, like, astral projection and stuff like that. Like, have you um, lucid dreams where you can, like, fly in your dreams and shit? Have you ever tried that? No, never. It's the bee's knees. I had sleep paralysis once. That was not the bee's knees. That was the bee's stinger. I'll tell you that for That was getting stinged in the back of the throat by a bee and dying of anaphylactic shock. Correct. Well, it was... And it was... Of course it was a fucking nightmare. Like, love that for you. I was, it was at the old house and let me set the scene. Um, essentially my bed was lined up with my closet. So if I were sitting up, I'd be looking straight into the middle of my closet and above there, there was like a shelf at the top where I had binders. It was a mess. (laughs) Yeah. So I was having a nap maybe after school or something, but I was sitting up. I had fallen asleep, laptop open on like in real life. Yep. Okay. I'd fallen asleep and laptop obviously fell off me when I slept and I was in a nightmare and I woke up, but when I woke up, the nightmare was still going on, but it was going on in my room. And the only thing I could move was my eyes. Ugh. And it was, and I know how to fucking move my hand. Okay. Like <laughs> I know I've been doing it for quite some time now. I mastered it at this point. Good I for you. Say. Very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> And this black figure comes down from the shelf of my closet Ew. and climbs on top of me. Ew. Uh. And I'm trying to scream, but I can't, I can't even fucking wiggle my toe. Like, I literally can't move. So I'm sitting there, eyes wide open, like, what the fuck is going on? If somebody were to walk in my room right now and try to talk to me, they would call 911. Because I would literally not be able to move or say anything but just look at them like i'm fucking nuts with my (laughs) eyes wide open so i'm sitting there and i'm like what the fuck is going on i can talk to myself in my head but at the same time i'm like dreaming so i'm just trying to focus like this is not fucking real this is not real and the black figure crawls on top of me and goes into my mouth ew what the fuck yeah and i'm like I can only breathe and move my eyes. 
And then all of a sudden, like I'm sitting there, a couple minutes go by, and I still can't move, and then I can move my toe. I can move my one toe, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm getting my movement back. And then slowly, I can move my leg, then my other toe, then my other leg, and I have full control, and I'm bawling my eyes out. I oh run out of my room, I go to mom. I'm fucking possessed, mom. <laughs> you need to take me to a pastor right now. This is what happened. Leah, it was just a dream. No, because I woke up and it was still going on and no. I couldn't move. Mom, you didn't see that dirty omen crawl into my mouth. Yep. <laughs> Who knows? Could have gave me throat herpes. You don't know. Okay. And I couldn't move. Like take mascara me to- down to my fucking tits. Okay. Like <laughs> I, I need a fucking preacher. <laughs> yeah, I do. I needed an exorcism. Okay. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like scariest thing. That's fucked. Can you imagine not being able to move? No. Can, but knowing how, I understand now when I see, like, have you ever seen people in movies or maybe even yeah. in real life that are, like, paralyzed, waist down? Like, you know how to fucking move. You know, but you literally can't. Yeah. It's almost like if you just rest your hand on a table and just tell your brain to move it. It won't move. You have to, like, your brain tells it to move, but not by you saying out loud in your head. That's weird. That's and never... move. <laughs> That's never happened to me before. Well, I did some research and it's because when I sleep, my brain doesn't fully turn off. And that's also why I dream so much. Oh. Like I never fully like shut down and rest. Yeah. So that's why. But I do have dreams every night. Sometimes they're meaningful. Sometimes. Do you write them down? No. (laughs) <laughs> Takes a deep, deep o- breath. only no. a couple i've written down and they're just really like crazy significant ones that just are wild you know dreams are only like eight seconds i'd be going on adventures like <laughs> do not tell me it's like- eight seconds long because i have been trapped in the arctic for seven years <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that they were only eight seconds i they, it feels like a full day yeah why is that? Is because Especially the on the dreams when you get kidnapped. Like, you're not telling me I was held hostage for eight seconds. Yeah. yeah because I'm still go. traumatized. <laughs> or in war. I have a lot of dreams about being in war for some reason. I do as well. Probably the generalized anxiety, but I don't know. If you guys are listening to this and you're like, oh my God, sleep paralysis <laughs> happens to me too. And dirty omens have crawled into my mouth. I would love to hear your story. <laughs> This blows my mind. This has never happened to me, but please send me a DM and tell me because I want to learn more about this stuff because like that's got to have some kind of impact on your mental health and I I want to learn. So one of the things that has helped me a lot with um, coming to terms with the fact that like we're all going to kick the bucket one day um, is that it's I'm gonna do a full-blown episode about this I have a really fucking awesome guest coming on I'm not gonna tell you who it is but um uh it's like radical acceptance like you just have to accept it it's like you you're gonna die everyone you know is gonna die and you can look at that as like a really morbid thing (laughs) Leah's laughing at me like wow that sounds like it fucking everybody you know and love is actually gonna pass away (laughs) (laughs) yeah it sounds morbid but it is the truth right and I think that if you can just come to a point where you accept that um, it's just easier way to live. I was listening to, um, a podcast, Michelle Wolf's podcast called the move forward podcast is amazing. And, uh, she had a guest on, I forget what her name was, but 
she brought up this thing, like you, when you go through your everyday life and you always, you encounter people and have these social interactions, you're like, Hey, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. Hey, how are you today? Good. How's it going? Good. That's generally what it is. She switched her perspective to kind of put a fire under her ass, I guess, or under the asses of others, if they choose (laughs) to, to say like, Hey, how are you dying today? And I was like, shit, like, how are you dying today? Are you dying happy? Are you dying fulfilled? Are you dying having lived a fucking awesome life? Are you dying knowing that, you know, you've been doing everything you wanted to do while you were here? And I, once I heard that perspective, I was like, shit, man, like, that really makes me want to, like, get the absolute most I can out of life right now, right? Like, how are you dying today? Leah just crossed her arms and she's taking a hot sec. (laughs) She's taking a hot sec to take this in. That's a really interesting thing to think about, especially in the state we're in right now with lockdown. Yeah. You know, because currently I'm getting paid to sit on my ass at home and do nothing. And I can't see anybody and there's not a whole lot I can currently do if I look at it that way. Yep. But if I want to look at it in another way, well, I'm not working right now. I have all this time to work on myself. Yeah. And not at a gym. Yeah. (laughs) So you can get creative. Totally. Maybe you want to work on some fitness goals for yourself. And with fitness comes mental health. Totally. I will tell you for free. When I started, and I'm not a fitness chick, but when I started (laughs) doing just a 15 minute little kettlebell workout in the morning yeah having a tea journaling and exfoliating the shit out of my body in the shower every morning love that i could do nothing for the rest of the day and still feel accomplished totally because look at all those things i had just done totally right so if you like look i mean what's going on right now with the lockdowns i don't really want to get into too deep but it does have a heavy heavy nasty impact on the mental health of everybody, right? Because everything, it's, in, <laughs> to pull it back to dying, everything you used to know and do and relate to has been taken away from you and now you're stuck at home. So what do you do? It's like you get that path of choices in your brain. It's like, well, do we just accept the fact that this is our, what's a good word? Destiny. Our destiny to just lay in bed and watch Netflix all day and like fucking loathe in our own filth or do we take this opportunity to you know grow and better ourselves and like ask ourselves like hey no matter what else is going on in the world right now like how am i dying if i die tomorrow am i dying happy am i dying fulfilled am i dying knowing that i was working on everything that i wanted to be working on like yeah i think a lot of that has to do with your perspective right for sure and i understand i'm only 18 Right. I didn't go to school this year for obvious reasons. Yep. And I still don't a hundred percent know what I want to do with my life. So I'm like this year I'm just going to work. Yeah. Make some money, keep myself busy, see my friends, hang out until I figure my shit out and be happy. Yeah. And it was going good until this. (laughs) Now what? Can't see my friends. I can't work. I will get fined if I leave my house. So essentially, what do I do? 
what is there? It's really hard to kind of find the motivation in you because you don't have any responsibilities right now. Mm -hmm. But you do. Right now, your only responsibility is to keep yourself occupied and take care of yourself. Totally. Which you'd think because you have all the time in the world (laughs) is so easy, but it's not. And you have to change your mindset. You have to be like, yeah, well, I could take the two days left I have of the free trial of Crave and finish Shameless because the last newest seasons are not on Canadian Netflix. Or I could do a meditation. I could do a little workout or maybe just sit quietly by myself, Mm -hmm. have a tea, read a book, Mm -hmm. which is more beneficial. And there's 24 hours in a day does not seem like a lot, but when there's nothing to do, it's very long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got to keep your brain busy and your body busy. And I I was having a great, not that we're kind of getting off topic. This is not about death, but it's just, just as important. Um, I was talking to my friend the other day and about like having a purpose, you know, my friend's calling me right now. Hey, can you hear me? I'm in the middle of recording a podcast with my sister. <laughs> oh, shit. No, hey, tell everybody I said what's up. Sorry to interrupt. No, don't say sorry. You want to shout out your hat company, though? Because I fucking love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're the best shout out to Hats for Lovers. Hats for Lovers? What are you doing? Oh, uh, dude, I want to talk to you about uh, the stock market, you know. But uh, we can talk later. You want me to give you call? what's going on. Yeah, for sure. You want me to give you a call back when we're done? Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Okay, awesome. You look great. Uh, so do you. Thank you. I'll call you back in a bit. Bye. Bye. Right, bye. Sorry about that, everybody. I forgot to turn my notifications <laughs> off, <laughs> which is a common theme in this podcast, if you've been listening for a while. And that- you're off the meds. And- <laughs> yeah, wait to throw me under the bus there. And yeah, I am off the meds today. That was my friend Joe. He owns Hats for Lovers, which is a fucking awesome company based out of Arizona. Those toques that I'm wearing always in my reels and in my uh, in my morning post when I go for walks. Amazing company, amazing hats, and the money all goes to charity. He teaches kids financial literacy at a young age, and uh, it's fucking awesome, everything he does. So if you want to check them out, uh, hit him up on Instagram at Hats for Lovers. Oh... <sighs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Um, finding a purpose during the lockdown. Yes. Okay. So my friend, I don't remember if I finished my point or not, but my friend, you know, was talking to me about like how they don't feel like there's purpose anymore because all of our stuff has been like ripped from us essentially, which I totally agree with. But purpose in life, I think is what you are in control of that. Like, I, what do you believe your purpose in life is? You know, is your purpose in life to stay at home and watch Netflix all day? Um, if it is, that's great. And then you should do that for sure. Like if that's what you believe your purpose is and that's what you want your purpose to be, then you do that. Um, I believe my purpose is to impact the world on a massive scale in a positive way and help shift the perspective of these pe- of people like you guys listening right now to, you know, think about the world and your situations differently to, you know, lift you up. That's what I believe my purpose is. So every day when I wake up, lockdowns or not, uh, I piddle away and I make sure like um, X, Y, and Z get done so that I fulfill my purpose and my goals to make sure that, you know, I'm doing what I believe I'm meant to do in the world. So I think it's a bit of a choice, you know, like if do you plan your days um, 
in advance. I made a lockdown routine. That's awesome. Prior to lockdown happening. Some days are easier than others. Some days I get all the shit on the list done. Oh, yeah. And other days, well, I don't. Well, fuck me. Like, (laughs) well, you know, Shameless is calling my name. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've been really trying and it's not fucking easy to do shit when there's nothing to do. But... You really have to look at the little things that make a huge difference in the way you feel, Mm -hmm. the way your day starts. Starting off your day is the most important part. Yeah. Like, have you ever had a day where you wake up, stub your toe, (laughs) the sweater you wanted to wear didn't dry properly in the dryer, and now there's... It smells like fuck. Yep, smells like mildew, (laughs) and some spots are soggy, some spots are warm and dry. You had your outfit planned, like, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> and you just go into the rest of the day with this horrible mindset. So the rest of your day is horrible. The old man at work yells at you again for the third day in the row. <laughs> and you can't hold back, you know, being a cunt back to him. <laughs> but if you go back to where you stubbed your toe and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, that hurt, but it'll be gone in 20 seconds. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. It happened, let it go. It doesn't exist anymore. Good thing I have more than one sweater. Yeah. Do you have more sweaters? Yes, you do. Wow. That one hanging in the closet doesn't smell like shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) And guess what? Dryers work more than once. (laughs) Oh my God, guys. You can put your sweater in and then you can wear that outfit that you wanted to tomorrow. Never heard it here before. I mean, (laughs) never heard it before in your life. Yeah. Do you know, um, sorry to cut you off. Do you, have you decided what your purpose is yet? While you're here on planet Earth before you die? Um, no. I would like to pass being the best version of myself. And what does I, that look like? That looks like staying positive. Um, that looks like me choosing the best choices for my physical health and mental health. Always. Amazing. That looks like radiating the best energy i can yeah because the law of attraction is real oh yeah what What? look it up (laughs) it is real and yeah i just keeping people in my life who benefit me with like are always positive because i used to keep people who we would feed off each other's negativity towards things yeah and that's just it may be fun i know (laughs) But I, it doesn't do you any good. No, I listened to... Do you know who Eckhart Tolle is? No, I don't. Okay, you gotta start fucking with him. He uh, is like a philosopher, I guess. And he's been on Oprah Winfrey's show, like Super Soul Sundays, quite a bit. I read his book called um, The Power of Now, which helped me totally shift my perspective on like thoughts and separating them from you and your identity and kind of like letting them pass like clouds. Highly recommend reading that book. But he said something in a podcast I was listening to the other day about how every time you put a judgment on something else in your head, whether you think it or say it out loud, right? If it's about having a judgment about someone driving or having a judgment about, you know, your sister or having a judge, like judging someone for what they're wearing or what they say or judging someone for what you see online. Every time you place judgment on something, you are feeding your ego. So... You're feel and I look at it like the you you want to you want to put the ego at rest, right? Because you just want to be present and be you know 
kind and um, like I always think of it as light, like feeling light and airy, like that type of energy. So every time you place a judgment on something, you're feeding the ego, which effectively does not serve you at all. So that's exactly what it would be like when you have a group of friends. Like I know that you've brought up before, like it, it is fun, right? It's fun to like trash talk and do all this shit. And like, I do it, you know, once in a while too, because <laughs> it's funny and it's fun. But if, if that's the only environment you are like submersing yourself in, then you're really not getting anywhere. Cause if you step outside and kind of look down on that situation of you and your friends just getting together and like shit talking, what comes out of that? Negative energy. Negative energy check. Would you rather be eaten alive by a lion or a ray of sunshine? <laughs> or a flock of butterflies. Whatever color you want. Which one, guys? Come on. I did not know where you were going with that, and I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. Would you rather? <laughs> yeah. Well, be honest with yourself, because lions, they're awesome. But they're fucking scary and loud. And, and they, they will kill you. They can rip your skin off with a lick. <laughs> with and a single lick. That's my version of negative energy. I wonder if this analogy made any sense. It's going to be really great. It will be a quote in Oprah's new book. <laughs> um, yeah, Oprah called me the other day and she was like, hey, what's that quote again about getting eaten alive by butterflies? I'll be like, yeah, bitch, I'm going to hook you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So read me there. New York Times, maybe... There's lots of places I'm in. Yeah. Not yet. Catch me on Oprah Winfrey's podcast, Super Soul Sunday, dishing out hardcore advice about getting eaten by a single lick of a lion. (laughs) Correct. So I have a very, since this is a bit, we got a little off topic this podcast, but I think it was, I think it was great. Anyways, sorry, that sounded bad. I'm itching my eye, guys. Uh, um, yeah, we got a little bit off topic, but, um, circling back to death, I have a question for you and it's deep. Are you ready? No. Okay. Well, it's too bad. Hit me. <laughs> it's too bad. Cause we're recording. If you die tomorrow. Okay. And we, you know, all the family and friends get together. What do you want people to say in the eulogy? If I died tomorrow. Yeah. I would love the eulogy to talk about everything I had done for the people around me and how I impacted them. I don't, obviously it's my day. Come on guys. But I would (laughs) like, it's all about you. Yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear how I made people think if I changed anybody's opinions on things, how I made them feel my positive effect on their lives and how maybe it, will change them for the rest of theirs. Okay. And my follow-up question is, are you doing things right now to make sure that that's the eulogy that will be read at your funeral? Some, but I 10 out of 10 could improve. That's okay. That's okay. That's good. Isn't that what living is the reason for living? Yeah, man. My purpose, perhaps? Yeah. To constantly improve? Yeah, I mean... It, and better myself? Yeah. That's what... I think every... Well, everyone's purpose is different, but I'm on the same page as you. As long as you're constantly working to become a better, greater, more positive version of yourself, whatever that looks like for you, then I think you're on the road, the right track, you know? 
something I've been practicing, maybe this is just me, but a lot of my anxiety happens before I go to bed. Oh my God, same. Like I'll be laying in bed and it's like, wow, you were really annoying today to mm-hmm. mom. Wow, your hangout with your friend was amazing, but she probably doesn't even like you. What the fuck like, is up with that? Yeah. And then, so I started every time I even feel a little bit in my head, I recite these lines. Everybody loves me. Yes, they do. <laughs> I radiate amazing energy. You do. And if I was not the best I can be today, I will strive to be better for tomorrow. Oh my God. Give me high five. So that's what I say in my head. And it, I say it a few times and the feeling usually goes away. Yeah. If it doesn't, I keep saying it until I tire my brain out and then I go to bed. That's a great And way. that's amazing things I'm putting in my head. So now when I go to bed and I feel that way, those things just recite. Nice. Like it's not, it's not like your friends don't actually like you bitch (laughs) it's i radiate amazing energy yeah and that's when i choose choose butterflies not lions yeah so death by a single lick or lift it up by butterflies come on guys what do you really want (laughs) what do you really want for your life okay so now is time to play the game signs you should seek therapy you're familiar with this right yes i am i am an active listener of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) fucking love that so Um, If you guys are tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a game that I play at the end of the show. When I have a guest called Signs You Should Seek Therapy, we pull examples from our real life or we just make shit up on the spot. Uh, It's funny and it's just uh, signs you should should seek therapy. So do you want to go first? If the inside of your cheeks are torn to shreds, (laughs) you should probably seek therapy. Why? I always bite when I'm anxious. I'm, oh, I the, bite the fuck out of the inside of my cheeks. Like it's so like, oh yeah. Like when I'm feeling my tongue on it and I'm like, oh my God, okay. that's horrible. Oh yeah. I feel that. If sleeping all day is your idea of self care, <laughs> you should probably seek therapy. That sounds like it's coming from a personal experience. Who's to tell? <laughs> You'll never know. I had this one from a previous episode. I think it was the one of the first ones I did, but I was like, um, if your fing if you have <laughs> if you have to lie to your nail tech <laughs> say You're a burn victim? <laughs> to say that you're a burn victim <laughs> because your cuticles are chewed and scarred to shit. You should probably seek therapy. I pick my fingers so bad when I'm anxious, I actually have scars on my fingers. So um a little bit anxious, a little bit of anxiety happening. <laughs> Leah has her hand, her head in her hand, like, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it. It is red. It's red. Yeah, it's not good. I'm going to put my hands back in my sleeves real quick. <laughs> All right. Let me think of one for me. If you haven't brushed your hair in three days to the point where you have to get your mom to comb out the mats in the back, <laughs> you should probably seek therapy. Yeah. When uh, I had long hair, I would, I'd be like, I have to cut it if I ever go to school because I will have to call mom <laughs> to come to my school and like get these mats out. <laughs> to, to be fair, I have the most fucked hair in the world okay. and it's actually not my fault. My hair grows in different directions. Same. So if I don't brush it 
when I, it was long, it was literally down to my asshole, but <laughs> now it's fine. I can like not brush it. It's amazing. I had, the, you and I have the exact same hair, right? Cause you have like the back, the cowlick yeah, they in the back. Turn into it. Like they yeah. grow into each other. So when I had crazy long hair, it was thick. Like it went past my shoulders thickness. <laughs> yeah. Like it was actually fucked. <gasps> I would have to brush it, flip my hair upside down. I'd brush it in sections. Or else, if I didn't brush it three times a day, morning, afternoon, night, I would get these knots the size of fucking baseballs <laughs> in the back of my head. But you, you could never tell because I there had was so, so much, much hair. hair. You'd, You'd just be hiding in there like yeah. a rat. You would never know. Like a muskrat nest. Yeah. But like, because I didn't brush it one out of the three times I have to. <laughs> and it's also really wavy. So when I brushed it, it made my hair look fuck like I couldn't win. No. There was no winning. So no. now that it's short, it's awesome. But <laughs> you know. If you pierce your ears to cope and now have over sixteen piercings, <gasps> is this another you should <laughs> seek therapy. Is this another personal? Oh my god, Leah just tucked her hair behind her ears. She's got like thirty-five holes in her head. <laughs> we I talked about that. Um my friend Steph came on the podcast. The episode's not out quite yet, I don't think. We talk about ADHD. And one of the things that came up in, in our episode uh, for Signs You Should Seek Therapy was um, if every time you are feeling anxious, you go and get a tattoo. Yep. <laughs> okay. My shoulder tat. That's yeah. literally... All the time. All the time. Yeah. You should seek, you should seek therapy. <laughs> it's like a coping mechanism. Like, I don't feel good. I should get a tattoo. Well, it is... An amazing feeling. <laughs> and also a band-aid for a larger mental health issue. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you have a stuffed animal that is over 10 years old, has no stuffing left, and has lost all its color, and its name is Buttles, you should seek therapy. This is not even fair, right? <laughs> I haven't even brought that up. Oh, I have, actually. No, you have a fucking... Like, you're okay, obsessed with that thing. Okay, let's just pipe down for a second, okay? First of all, this was supposed to be a game, and now I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Buttles, I brought up. If you guys haven't listened to Opposite Action with Allie, we talk about this, and we call it rag sniffing. If you, <laughs> if you have to sniff a rag to ease your anxiety, you should seek therapy. And this rag is called Buttles, okay? It's a stuffed bunny that I've had since... Um, stuffed? Okay. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it used to be stuffed. It was like, I got it when I was really little, like maybe four or something, four, five, six, that, that age. So it was a body pillow for a small child. But then I couldn't fit it in my sleepover bags because it was so fucking big. So I ripped the stuffing out of it so I could fold it and bring it in my sleepover bags. I still have this bunny and I do sleep with it every night. And um, what I don't appreciate <laughs> is my sister calling me out for it at the end of my podcast. <laughs> at the end of my podcast. And yeah, I am a full grown adult. So would you like to state your age? No, that's fine. <laughs> Well, we did get a little bit off topic with this episode, but I hope that <laughs> a little, a little, but I had a ton of fun. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed it as well. Hopefully what we brought up shifted your perspective on death and dying and gave you a little more faith, 
hopefully you guys all, you know, leave this thinking like, fuck yeah, like I'm going to choose my purpose in life and whatever you want to go after, you should definitely start going after. Cause I mean, why the fuck not? I was going to say, cause we're all going to die. <laughs> oh, but well, that's that too. That too. <laughs> Just in case you forgot, you are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you everybody. <laughs> And good night to all. <laughs> yeah, do you just want to do the conclusion today? I'll let you do it. Pretend to be me. <clears throat> Wait, pre- yeah, pretend to be me and try and sound like me and do the, and just take it away. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know we got into a lot. Cocaine, heroin, dinosaurs, death, and memory. <laughs> wow. What a crazy... <laughs> stop laughing (laughs) what a crazy combinations of topics um i really hope you enjoyed and i hope you got a little bit of insight on how to ease your anxiety when it comes to these pressure pressuring topics yeah that wasn't that bad subscribe follow me on everything you possibly can yeah put in my plugs at ellison das at blue is beautiful podcast um Happy day. (laughs) Drop the mic. All right, guys, on a serious note, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Leah, thank you so much for coming today. I know everybody really appreciates when I bring on guests, so I love that you came over to do this podcast episode with me. Also, I have some really exciting news for you guys. (laughs) Why do you have to do that to me? (laughs) Also, I have some really exciting news for you guys. I am dropping a music video very, very soon. This will be the third single that I'm putting out, and the song is about addiction and the impacts it has on relationships. I'm so, so, so proud of this project, and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. So if you want to be on the list to be able to watch, you can go to my website, www.ellisondaz.com. Click the button at the very top right that says Stay Updated, punch in your email address and then you're going to get a little message after that that says you're the best because you fucking are and then you will have access to this fucking amazing project with a positive message and I also just want to say thank you guys all for your support the reviews that are on iTunes right now oh my god I love it I love reading them you guys are fantastic please make sure you guys are taking care of your mental health choose joy stay hydrated drink tons of Drink tons of water and do not forget that your blue is beautiful. Peace, guys. Here's my outro. I hope that you liked this podcast. Here's my outro. I hope that you laughed. Oh, we're still going. Da, 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 outro. Here's my outro. Uh, something that rhymes. <laughs> I would also love to get a little dinosaur tattoo. I've had a stupid obsession with them. I don't know anything about dinosaurs. I just love them and I want one to live in my backyard. Well, that is impossible. Yeah, I know. But but tattoos aren't. Fact. Okay. <laughs> Did you like your dinosaur stuffed animal I got you? Yeah, you got uh, me a... Holy fuck. <laughs> Did you like the dinosaur <laughs> tattoo that I got you? <laughs> Stop laughing. We're going to cut that. Remember? <laughs> We're going to cut it. I want to cut it. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. Really, guys? Come on. My...